0: Welcome to another edition of The Brand Called You. Today I have a very, very accomplished lady, Vandana Suri with me. Vandana, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: Vandana is a former investment banker and very interestingly, she is the founder of uh, Tax She Services, which is a company only that run by women or for women. Vandana has also been awarded globally for her work. So Vandana, tell me a little bit about your early work and some of your learnings.
2: So I've been an investment banker and honestly, I've been quite a tufaan at mm-hmm. my work, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm quite vocal I'm and vocal. I guess that has also given me the strength to be able to speak out and act against something. Correct, so correct. as as women, we've always been feeling so unsafe across the globe it's not just India but it's across the globe and somewhere that Kida has been there from the childhood mm-hmm. and it I mean during my investment banking career one day there was an uh, there was a rape and an uber in Delhi mm-hmm. and then that kind of really triggered me because you know the next day headlines came that if there was a lady driving me this would not have happened Amazing. and bus. that was the step I said I'm a woman I can drive and mm-hmm. you know what are we waiting for you know yes. so that's That's the whole thing, how taxi came into place. We made a taxi. Absolutely. And I became a cabbie. So (laughs) so it was like a total change from investment banking. You were driving your own uh, car at that time or taxi and then... No, no. so we initially, uh, I started being a driver. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's your car and I can drive. So I started off in that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... Taxi, yes, it had to come to a taxi level. So, you know, we kept the name on. Mm. Yeah. But then we started training women from the marginalized communities. Okay. Uh Garibon ko hum six mm. to eight mm. months, training Dene Lag, getting her professionally, you know, she's never sat in a car in her life. A mm. uh, driver banana is like quite a job. Mm. So we trained them six to eight months and then, you know, while I was a cabbie, I realized that, you know, I was scared about driving strangers and in very different places. Correct. that's when we said, you know, the same obviously as a woman, if I feel unsafe, how are my girls going to be, you know? So we designed a whole model of safety for these women. We said, Aapna ko, you drive only children and you drive women. You know, mm. be de-risked yourself. Mm. And so and these children and women, na, every day the kids go to school. Mm. So it's the same route, same bachas, mm. you know, it's it's that familiarity of the place. Correct. Which was, and then, you know, you drop kids, you go home, do your work, come back again. So it was giving her that flexi time in to ma- match her, you know, her home as well as the work. Correct. And it just worked fantastically.
1: You know? uh-huh. so,
0: so tell that, me, that, tell me so, you know, when you started this,
1: hmm.
0: this was only women drivers and women passengers, women and children passengers or yes. was it for everybody?
2: No, only women and children passengers. We kept it very specifically Because even my girls were scared. They were like, you know, who am I going to drive? Where am I going to go? So we just kept it to women and kids. Yeah. Interesting.
0: And then, you know, when I look at these big companies like Uber and Ola. Yes. How are you different from them?
2: So for honestly, for Uber and Ola, they have had women drivers. uh, Very, very few. But it has never worked because they have not taken care of her safety. For Uber and Ola, Hmm. A woman driver is just a driver resource okay. for us. The whole business is around making her safe. Correct. And then again for Ola and Uber, these are technology companies, which are aggregating services. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So everything is a simple resource for them. Hmm. For us, our business model is based on relationships. Hmm. So. I, for me, cab is just the dabba. It's just the logistics. But it's all, always an alternate mum who's going there, uh, driving kids, seniors, is always a daughter. We are always thinking of, you know, what is that, you know, solution that I'm giving? And I, I, I'm never just a cab. I just can't be a cab. Hmm. So the, the way we have thought about business and proposition itself is hmm. very, very different. People don't consider us, us as a cab at all. People hardly know we are a cab service. I see,
0: and and therefore, what are you looking? What you're looking for is really an emotional connect with your
2: yes, passenger. yes, absolutely. Today, you know, I think the bigger thing is what we are doing with this venture hmm. is we are uh, nipping child sexual abuse right in the bud. Now, if you look at a now, if you look at a child. He is unsafe in two places, uh, you know, when he's out of sight of the parents. So when he's going to school or in the transit, school maybe every CCTV but in the transit is a risky proposition. Right. And somewhere we are trying to nip this. We don't want a Me Too movement coming all over again. It's happened with all of us.
1: Correct.
2: So stop. So I think the bigger, larger impact is this more than a job or. All that is just,
0: just I mean, not just for, for, for children, but I mean, even for women, Yes. you're empowering them, you know, from, from uh, the marginalized communities, if I can use that term, you're giving them the opportunity to come out and get more confidence, interact
2: with people. There are so many things that you're doing. Interestingly for them also, it is not a, it is not just a job for them. It is the way we speak to them and groom them up is like, Listen. What is the larger picture to what you're doing? Right. You are keeping the next generation safe. Mm. You are ensuring that children don't get abused. You are ensuring that women are not facing rape and abuse on the road. Mm. So you're creating history. Actually, you know, you're you're turning around the scenario.
1: Right.
2: When she comes with that, her, you know, that you know that calling in life, right? I agree. I. Agree. That's what's working.
0: Absolutely. And tell me, do you uh, also train them in self-defense? Yes, we do.
2: Yes, we that must do. Must
0: be an important factor, especially at night yeah. if they're driving.
2: Yeah, not just self-defense. Touchwood, we've never needed to use it on the road. Still, date. Uh, we um, a beautiful thing of you know being defensive about what we do mm. is we don't we don't put our cars as pink color. I, see, I, I mean, see. I don't call for attention. You don't know if there's a lady in it or a man driving in it in the night. Uh, you know, we underplay on the branding, we actually underplay. So it's very contrary to the market where I'm saying I don't want to be noticed in the nights. Plus we drive women customers only in the nights, right? So, you know, that safety level is very, hmm. So, you know, right from changing the tires to jump starting a car to understanding. So she is not dependent on somebody on the road to help her. Right. You know, that itself is a risky point. So self-defense is not just about beating somebody yeah, and chopping out, yeah, yeah. but it's,
0: but
2: you know, it's I being do. aware.
0: Wonderful. So, you know, you are, you are currently present in two cities, is it? Bangalore and Gurgaon?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So,
0: as you are going to start scaling up, what do you think are you going to be your key challenges?
2: I think the biggest challenge that we face is uniformity of training across the country correct okay. so we realized that Joham training school training karwa mm-hmm. it was really really lacking you know nobody could drive with that kind of a training okay. uh, so we built our own in house training module very very is level pe, you know this this problem is there take this u turn 50 mm-hmm. times you know go under a bridge get stuck in the water this is the, a lot of now when we did this copying this across mm-hmm. is a difficult thing at right. this the, the more we are scaling we are really realizing right. so we are trying to explore technology as to how we can use uh, tech in replicating training however the training is very individual right. so i've still not been able to get the balance between You know, how do I use tech effectively to train? Sending modules is different, but monitoring somebody who, you know, she's looking right, she's looking left, she's looking at the rear view, you know, those kind of things. I'm not sure how to use tech in that. So I think our hurdle is the quality of the training. Mm -hmm. And for that, now what we are doing is that we are building up courses Mm -hmm. around training the trainer for the quality we want, okay. you know, so, so maybe that is a solution. We're trying that out. We've used this pandemic effectively to do this work.
0: No, I can, I can imagine. But you know, you just spoke a little bit about technology. If yeah. you look at the big guys,
1: hmm. whether
0: it's an uh, Uber or an Ola, yes. technology is the cornerstone of their success.
2: I know. Yeah.
0: So, so how are you going to equip yourself as you get bigger?
2: Honestly, Ola and Uber is an aggregating platform. They are they haven't gone into the training side of, you know, so quality. I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, when I started this, I actually went and applied to Uber to see ke unka system kaise chalta.
1: Okay,
2: and I and I literally uh, all they asked me was if you have a license uh, and if you have a yellow badge, just upload it. Nobody mm-hmm. called me for a, a test, right? so while technology and you know good they've already made a platform so a similar platform can be seen together we are a very small team today so haven't really used tech but i think my technology would be on very softer you know segments in the sense training kaisi hai is that is the quality coming to the level that we want to we are driving children Mm. So there would be a very different tech again around their safety as compared to a regular cab, possibly, you know, your in-house cameras Mm. and that kind of, I'm more on quality than quantity, I would say. So we're thinking different tech wise. I don't even have a tech partner yet. Yeah,
0: I'm sure you will. So you know, when I was reading about you, you said that you still drive a client every
2: day. Yes, I do. Why do you do that? I think it's the most important thing to be grounded in what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, that really, that pulse, that ground level, no? rubber meets the road yeah. that happens mm-hmm. when you drive. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I uh, for my girls, this becomes like an inspiration. My boss does that. This, this becomes like that wannabe, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, if my boss can do this, so Correct. it's really happening to do this. Right. The third thing is, by driving myself i'm trying to get this blue collar notion out what is blue collar e but uh, i'm trying to encourage more women as long as you know how to drive correct there's nothing wrong yeah you're not taking care of kids sure. it's not a so called driver driver job yeah, yeah. in this uh, in this pandemic time what has worked beautifully right people have lost their jobs Um, I'm a single mom so I have a whole lot of single mom community around me and you will not believe it in the last two months I must have had at least 40 women like me you know middle class and above who are saying hey listen is there a part-time thing that I can do with your company so suddenly they have shed out the notions okay this is a low-class job and you know Ab karna hai, survive karna hai, why not, you know, and this is, this is cool to be doing this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's taken me five years to send that message out, ke, you know, and I think it's finally coming alive. So yeah, I, I believe in driving every day.
0: Well, that's really amazing. So one well, let's move to another part of the show. You know, let me talk to you a little bit about gender balance. You know, yeah. you worked in the corporate world. Yes. Um, and now you're running uh, an amazing company for women. Yeah. I women. You know, gender balance is spoken about all over the world, but in India, it's a relatively new phenomenon, if I can use that
1: word.
2: Yes.
0: What, in your opinion, can be done to improve the gender balance in our country?
2: Oh, that's a very difficult thing. I don't know. I honestly don't know when we will get balanced. Okay. To, <laughs> to be very honest, mm. I don't know fully woman... Uh, based company mm. and technically i don't come under the gender balance either you mm. know i have one man in my company who's my brother who's the operations head of our company mm. and i have two male drivers and that's about it so <laughs> technically even i am not balanced <laughs> not <mentally imbalanced. laughs> yeah. well um, well. beautifully when men come and ask me for a job i'm like no you have to be a woman to join me <laughs> so well. i i okay. do, think uh, honestly uh, the only thing that I feel and I was at the World Bank for an award and I was talking uh, I was meeting people and having a lot of interviews you know I think the one thing which will increase gender balance mm. is men helping with the housework Correct. and the kids um, raising the kids mm. uh, until that doesn't come mm. so today honestly if a man is cooking so it's it's really publicized like a very high very right. beautiful thing that somebody's doing which is fine which it's a new thing yeah. but yeah. until that cooking and joining in becomes a regular thing mm-hmm. right where is the time I mean I have to cook I have to raise kids then I have to think of work how much time can I put on to work right mm-hmm. so I think that equal work at home will make it equal work at office Hmm. i don't think it can release any other way
0: very well said so one question for you on startups, since you are a startup and then we move to some personal questions but actually two questions what is the advantage of having a startup with a single founder versus a co-founder
2: okay a single founder so i started the company myself and two of my friends, mm-hmm. and both my friends left in the first month. They said EMC nayot. So then I was single <laughs> technically. Right. And then I was joined in two months later by my brother in the company. Mm-hmm. So one thing I would say is that as a single founder, mm-hmm. the mental stress on performance mm-hmm. is very, very, very high.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, being and doing everything Mm -hmm. so while that vision is very good with one person the you know the working style so today I become the face of the organization I'm talking to the women I'm talking talking to the clients but somebody behind so my brother is that silent fellow behind who's actually the backbone of the company Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's so important to have that Mm -hmm. so uh, secondly it's also the amount of risk that you're willing to take when there are two that, you know, you're actually balancing the other person out. You can't be sunk only into this. Mm. You know, you have to think differently. Mm. Uh, a second person, a co-founder pushes you to the wall to think differently. Mm. And I think that's the benefit of having two people in the company. Definitely two or three, but mm. I think three also becomes too much. Two is a good number, mm. but important to keep the balance. Terrific
0: the next question for startups is that based on your experience and mm-hmm. what you have seen around you what are some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup founders make
2: mm-hmm. yeah we don't keep money in the bank account <laughs> so, <Really>? so <laughs> i think that you know if somebody is planning to get out of a job into a business i thought and i heard heard ek saal ka paisa hona your running you know your home running cost should be there for one year at least but I would say easily keep two years okay. because one year, kuch nahi hota hai. Hmm. you know, you're just thinking you're experimenting. The business is kind of trickling in,
1: hmm.
2: but I think you need a two years of bank balance, which will take care of your home first, very okay. important. And that is something we don't do. Hmm. We just jump in. I jumped in as, as a passion thing, but I think I would be more planned the next time around. <laughs> Well
0: said. So, Vandhara, I have time for a few questions for you personally.
2: Sure. Sure. My first question is that,
0: where do you draw your inspiration from?
2: (laughs) This is very interesting. You know, there used to be this, uh, in your and my generation, I would say. uh, I'm much
0: older, but okay.
2: Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, you were still at the same. (laughs) So, uh, you remember that program used to come Rajni in Hmm. TV? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that Rajni was my inspiration. You know, she, she would keep fighting against things ah, and, you know, the societal change. Mm. My mom would tell me, don't watch it. You know, she would say this docile girl is going to become very feminist. But that lady was like totally triggering me. So, yeah, it comes from there. <laughs> totally. And uh, tell me, how do you set your
0: own personal and professional goals?
2: That's a very difficult question. Why do you put such difficult questions inside? i ask you. <laughs> so <laughs> personal goals now nah, honestly I go by the day I need to sleep properly in the day I think that's like the biggest personal goal mm-hmm. I still haven't achieved it a uh, mm-hmm. lot of things keep working I'm a single mom like I said so I have to think of my child's future mm-hmm. everything revolves around my child uh, so yes that's that's where I I draw my personal goals from there being an investment banker there's some planning which we do. On the other hand, business wise, I think the most relaxing day would be for me to hear from the next generation that what was this Me To movement and all you all were fighting about? You know, what is this what is this abuse that you keep talking about? For them it should be like kya kar rahe? Mm-hmm. You know, that is a professional goal for me today. That changed the map of safety yeah. for all of Hmm. That's the professional goal. It's not about money. Correct. It's about impact. Correct. Well said. Well said. So,
0: my next question to you is that, Wandana, if you were a role model to millions of yeah. children who yeah. followed your life choices, yeah. what would be the one thing you would change in yourself?
2: I, I think I'm so too fun, I wouldn't want to change anything in myself. So uh, an interesting thing was um, my son was when he was in school, childhood, early childhood, Hmm. they had this thing about uh, revolutions. They were learning about French revolution and American revolution. And uh, so the teacher gave them an assignment, find out what are the revolutions around you. And he was looking at politics and all. And then he said, Hey, the revolution is in my house. Hmm. (laughs) You know that my mom is a cabbie and she's got this cab industry. And I think that was the, like the best compliment I got that I'm a revolution around here from my child. So I think the impact is getting, you know, done out there. And I, I would only, the only advice that I would, you know, tell children is that, yeah, try haya mm-hmm. all that is nonsense. Just go try what your calling is Correct. getting that preset into like, we were only meant to be doctors and lawyers and, you know, Started accountants and engineers, and this is like wow, Hmm. you know. So, just jump into it. What are you going to lose? I agree. Well said. Well said.
0: So, my next question is that when you hire people,
2: yeah,
0: what do you look for in them?
2: I look for a drive. Not, yeah, okay, everybody looks for a drive.
0: No, I said not literally in your taxi company, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, but for, I mean, for me, my life is around here, but I'm just saying that when I hire somebody, it's all about how much that person needs the job point. Number one, okay. So it's never just on how much I need that person. It's mm-hmm. Secondly, it's that, uh, the stickiness. Mm-hmm. So the trend in my organization has been that I hire single moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly my own experience uh, works with them. Secondly, I really strongly feel and believe that you know, her stickiness to the work is very, very high. She's looking at stability. She's looking at her own child's future. She's not the jumping guys. So I'm trying to see okay. that person comes into my company. It is irrespective of what... Um, somebody comes into my company I actually throw the floor open to them you do what you want to do I don't even have a job description in my company mm-hmm. somebody belongs somewhere mm. my admin lady is also a taxi driver I'm a taxi driver being the CEO it just doesn't matter you know It's throw the thing open and see how it works wonderful, wonderful. so I
0: have time for one more question and this yes. is going to be a question which relates to the pandemic also yes how are you rethinking your business
2: yeah
0: when you look ahead
2: the uh, in fact the pandemic has pushed us to the corner to rethink okay it's it's god's way of balancing things out so while today our whole dependency and business model was around driving children and children are not going to school anymore or at least for some a longer period of time
1: mm-hmm.
2: we started working on more business verticals we mm-hmm. started working on um you know driving pregnant women for their tests mm. so there's no emergency which can hold them back i can do all their drives yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I had a slew of pregnant women whom i drove for their scans i started going into the senior citizen uh segment mm. because they can't get out so i've become like their alternate daughter doing their errands mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. or possibly driving them sometimes for your dialysis and stuff yeah. We started into another concept of training women. Mm. So there are a lot of women, uh, middle class and above, mm. who who've got licenses but are not confident to drive on the road. Mm. So we started training these women as a separate vertical. Yes. You know that's that's what came because now everybody's scared to use a cab. So अपनी गाड़ी चलानी to You know. And um, another thing we think thought was that. Let's do this concept called a uh, shared service, wherein Mm. like a concierge service. So I run a system called taxi errands. Mm. Basically, I'm standing outside your gate for an apartment complex. Mm. and I'm your man Friday, a woman Mm. Friday, Mm. you know, when it goes to getting something from the medicine shop, getting something from, Mm. in this way, the, you know, all your Amazon Swiggy, if Mm. you look at it, the more number who come to your apartment, the possibility of COVID spreading is higher. Right. So, we are saying cut it down, keep it limited to one person doing all your errands. Hmm. So, there are very beautiful uh, verticals, uh, uh, you know, like they're like, like petals of a flower which are actually blooming right now. We're just thinking differently by the day.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. Vandana, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I wish Taxi and you
2: lots of. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I mean, it's a big privilege. I've seen all the celebrities coming here and wow, this is like wow for me. You're a celebrity. (laughs) No. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world.